or her mother created shield basically yeah and then her mother or her aunt her aunt her, yeah um, aunt aunt depends on where you're from andrew well i mean but how do you say it aunt i feel like i've always said like aunt megan like aunt don I, i've said aunt megan and aunt don but like you, when, when you, I'm but like when about... you refer to other people, like when you refer to an aunt, you say aunt. I, yeah. Exactly. It's literally the southern and northern halves of us. It's hilarious. You are now listening Marvel's Super Awesome Super Show with your hosts, Preach and John. How's it going? Oh. Huh? I, oh. I was going to apologize to all the people on stream because we're oh, streaming. Right. I forgot we're streaming this. <laughs> As I have the stream pulled up. You have the stream pulled up. We got two people, good friends of ours, Chris and Antonio, talking in the chat about how cute I am. Uh, uh, we're not gonna. We're not gonna. We'll let you know when we're gonna spoil things, okay, Antonio? You can yeah, stay for me. Yeah, you can stay. Like, cause we're not. We're going to just talk about to to start things off. We'll just talk about um the the new stuff, and then we'll let you let everyone know when we're going to talk about Falcon. Yeah. So, uh, what do we have? Uh. Well, we have we have three things to talk about, Andrew. Uno, dos, tres. Okay. Um, cinco, six. Nope. Only three. Oh. The number that we shall count to is three, no more, no less. One, ha, ha, ha. Two, ha, Well, I was ha, going, ha. I was going to let you do one. Three, ha, ha, ha. Okay. ha, ha, ha. All right. <laughs> oh, there's our sister, Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Three, three, pick number three, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Uh, hold on. In 54 seconds, I can start chatting on the Twitch stream again. Oh, I can no. Start I, got, I got to time them out again. <laughs> Not anyway, if I don't say anything. <laughs> anyway, so first thing I want to talk about, Sony and Disney, I called it like weeks ago. I don't remember. But Andrew, if you can look for the audio where I say, I think Disney and Sony are going to come to a deal that will bring Spider-Man into Disney+. And I'm pretty sure I said you were wrong. You probably did. Yeah. But I but, called it. Well, so hold on. It's going on to Hulu first though, correct? I don't know. I didn't I didn't from, read from the, what from from what I saw, it's either Hulu or Netflix that it's going so, on. Yeah, so the, and the what's then happening after that, it'll go on to Disney. So Plus. what I have seen is that there is a still a deal with between Sony and Netflix where all the new exclusive things are going to first go to Netflix. Okay. So it's then, definitely Netflix it goes to. At the end of I believe it's either middle or end of 2022 it'll mm -hmm. then transition to disney plus yeah yeah i think it's the end but yeah which but, you know that's that's two years but we also have netflix so it's like i'm kind of happy if we can get the spider-man movies on there because you know be nice i mean we already have uh into the spider-verse on there and on netflix right yeah on netflix shoot i might not be able to play video games tonight then because my roommate has still not seen that that's a great movie. That is one of those amazing movies. I was talking yeah. um, to this girl, and uh, 
she she asked me, you know, what's my favorite Spider-Man out of all the Spider-Men? And I, for for some reason, I didn't consider Into the Spider-Verse Spider-Man. Because well, yeah, it's just so I, different. I definitely think it's John Mulaney's Spider-Man. He's the best Spider-Man. Well, that's Spider-Ham. Yeah, that one. Anyway. That's so, exciting news for number one. <laughs> um, I actually didn't even bring this up to you. Did you see the leaked plot of Spider-Man? No, I don't like leaks. Mostly because they're either right and it disappoints me, or okay. they are wrong and it puts me on a tangent where I'm thinking, oh, this is what I need to think about. Yeah, so I will only tell you, like, it really didn't leak that much. Like, because, uh-huh. all, like, I can't remember anything substantial of it uh-huh. other than I think it said, like, oh, this scene will happen, blah, 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 blah. But it was somebody who apparently leaked something with uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Well, Excuse me. Um, but what they leak with Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I want to know that first. I don't remember, but it had to do with episode five, and it was correct. Or maybe it was episode four. Well, episode five. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen episode 5, because I know there's some people in the chat. If it's episode 4 or 5, it would be when, what's his name, John Walker, kills. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was. But anyways, what I'm trying to get to is the, the thing that I, the only substantial thing really that I took out of it that was like, ooh, like I'm curious to see what is going to happen is... And this doesn't really spoil anything, is uh, it said that Andrew Garfield and the other dude are going to have scenes on their own. Which, like, that's not really spoiling anything, but it just brings, like, the... So, Um, my question is, do you think... Because we know that they're going to be in the movie. We know that uh, the original Doc Ock, right? Yeah, the original Doc Ock is going to be in it, reprising his role as Doc Ock. So, it's just, like, are Andrew Garfield and... uh, Stan Lee gonna be um, actually Spider-Man's? Stan Lee is dead. Well, I know, but I couldn't remember the other Spider-Man because he was so bad. He was... Okay. Let's let's pick apart what you just said. (laughs) I can't remember the other other Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, because he was so bad. To which I respond, he was not that bad. I, I still enjoy his his Spider-Man. I think it's very comic and fun. I I, I like him. His Peter Parker's okay. He, he he hits more of that nerdy Peter Parker. Whereas yeah, Andrew that's Garfield, he had more quips. But even Wait, so- then, I was just like, he's, he's more of that smarter side of Peter Parker. But he's like was- a really handsome nerd and dates Emma Stone. Wait, so was Andrew Garfield the one who... From Amazing Spider-Man. Do you, no, you can't. No, you can't. You can't use the titles because I'm not going to know. The, the the way that I need to be described which one is which is by How the th- one where Mary Jane, like... That's That was Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Wait, what? Yeah. So... I thought her name was Mary Jane. No comments on everywhere that you're watching this tell andrew how stupid he's sounding <laughs> so when stacy I... in in the main marvel comic universe dies 
Okay. Almost every single iteration of 616, Gwen Stacy dies. That's why when... Wait. That has not... 616 has nothing to do with Stitch being 626, right? Absolutely nothing. Okay. And we just lost all of our <laughs> followers because of that. So uh, Stitch is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gwen Stacy always dies and is part of the reason why Peter Parker is the way he is. Why he's so... Why he knows he has to keep his secret identity a secret. Wait, hold on. But in the most recent Spider-Man, we have Mary Jane, right? Or am yes, I wrong? On... You're right. We have MJ. Okay. Yeah. Was was there a Gwen Stacy? Was that the other girl in the first one? Gwen Stacy was technically in Spider-Man 3. Technically. When Wait. him and Peter were having a rough patch. This is a really weird tangent that we've gotten on. I, don't, uh, I need to go back and watch all the Spider-Mans. Well, I, I, yeah. if you're looking for corny, that is Spider-Man to a T. At least yeah. the, the, the original Spider-Man. Oh, I don't even know if my roommates watched the Batman trilogy. Oh my goodness, there's so much I have to show him. I thought I thought now that Marvel was gone, I had nothing else to show him, but... No, nah, there's, there's... And Marvel's not there. gone, it's just like, we, he, he's caught up on Marvel. Um. Anyways, so that's... That's the first thing, and how far are we into our recording? We are nine minutes, and we've only gotten through one thing. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> what's the second piece of news we got to talk second about? Second one is the Shang Chi teaser. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to okay. leave this? So all, so I have a few things to say. I can't remember the guy's name because all I know is he's better than Taserface, obviously. So I'm gonna have to I'm go so back. I'm so glad you brought up Taserface. Okay, so look. Um, I'll come back later. Just what was wait. his name? The Mandarin? Okay. No, 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 no. I made a tweet about it. Clearly, you don't look at my tweets. No, um, I don't. I Taserface is better than Razor Fist. There's some guy named Razor Fist. I just remember seeing it in like the, like Reddit about the Shang Chi teaser and. Somebody was saying, like, uh, it's talking about Razor Fist, and then I was just like, Taser Face is better than Razor Fist. Okay. Um, I, I guess. But other than that, <laughs> sorry, uh, the music for that sounded phenomenal. It was a great mix of, like, modern hip-hop music along with the Chinese music, like, chi like actual ethnic Chinese both um, – instruments and uh like the scales they use and the tuning because they like to do um quarter pitches along with like the it's, it's a nerd um i was about to like and, type in <laughs> nerd and also just like on top of that film music like it combines the three so well not even like it's like oh this then this then this it's like no it does all three at the same time and i'm just like that's good um, but he, I'm, I'm very excited. So the, the 10 rings, is that like the things that he had on his wrist? So I, I'm going to preface what I'm about to say with, I have not read the Shang-Chi comics. 
Um, in fact, it's going to be one of my goals this before Shang-Chi comes out in September to choose a series and read it on Marvel Unlimited. And I'll be tweeting out what, what ones I'm reading so that way you can read along with me. <laughs> um, but the Ten Rings are usually associated with the Mandarin. And the Mandarin has is a villain that is most associated with um, Iron Man rather than Shang-Chi. Which is why everyone was excited in Iron Man 3 when we thought we were getting the Mandarin. Um, but the Ten Rings of Power are mystical artifacts that give kind of magic um, to the wearer. I need to stop looking at my phone. I'm so sorry because I'm not listening to you because my friend sent me a thing about a thing that's going to get onto another tangent. And I actually might even get him to join our Discord call if he's not doing anything right now because he sounds mad about this thing that I'm actually excited for. Is and I'm sorry Marvel? for that tangent. Continue what? Yes, it's Marvel. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's... I, I think... Um, Shang-Chi, the, the Mandarin, I don't even remember what I was saying because you distracted me. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm good at that. Yeah. My brain, my brain is on like six different wavelengths yeah. and none of them are close to the same to each other. So it's like, sometimes they'll cross and I just jump onto the other one. It's like, if you're, uh, on, have you ever played that water slide game? Like the app where it's like you're racing other people on the water slide and you can jump off and land on the other parts of the water slide. That's how my brain works. I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, you were talking about the how you haven't read the the Shang Chi, uh, things, the comics, but you're yes, going I'm to this going summer, to... and then you were talking about what the things do. Yeah, the, the Ten Rings of Power. They control. They're, they're basically artifacts that give the user magic. I don't know much more aside from that. Um, but it seems like we're going to be getting a kind of respecting traditions and the mythical magics of. Chinese culture versus modern Chinese and you know I'm want to be more of that Chinese American kind of style yeah well and the actor whose name I don't know and I'm sorry I think in 2014 he tweeted at Marvel saying like I loved like civil or it was either Civil War or Winter Soldier he was like great movie when are you going to add in um, Shang-Chi mm -hmm. and then now like now he's there which yeah, I like remember you know that. there was like yeah like i remember seeing like him tweet like the how it started how it's going type meme and i was just like yes yeah he's it's so exciting I, he's i that's one thing i love about marvel is they always have the actors who are passionate about their roles whether it's mm. been the marvel studios or even to a lesser extent but still like excited about their roles marvel television and Netflix Marvel. Mm -hmm. uh, Charlie Cox has, like, studied so long on how to look at people when you're blind for the role of Daredevil. Mm. And um, 
I know, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, all the characters, or all the actors there loved their characters so much and loved the story they were doing. Andrew, you have your hand raised? Yeah, I have a question. Yes? So, you said Charlie Cox. Am I supposed to know that actor? Yes. Because I was thinking of Charlie from, uh, what is it? Always no, not... Yeah, yeah. And so all I can see is Charlie being Daredevil and also Charlie, like, trying to pretend to be a blind man. No. So who's Charlie Cox? (laughs) He's the actor that plays Daredevil in the Daredevil TV show. Okay, no, no. Who is Charlie Cox that I would know him as? Oh. Have you watched Daredevil? God, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I know him from. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, Shang-Chi is going to be super, super cool. Very excited for that. Very um, excited. So what's the third thing we have? MODOK. The MODOK oh, right. trailer. Because you, 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 you had sent me the trailer and I didn't watch it. So I guess this is just me. I'm excited about MODOK. So just, I guess, explain it for, explain it like I'm a two-year-old. All right. It's not two-year-old, it's five-year-old. Explain like I'm five. Okay, but I need you to explain it like I'm too. Alright, Modoc is a villain. Bad guy. Scary. No! And the trailer showed that he's having marital problems. Yay! No, bad. Oh? Yeah. In fact, uh, he, he's trying to run an organization to rule the world... While still having a family life, and he, I think it's all going. It's going to be about how he wants to have it all, and how he's going to try to keep it all while dealing with the Avengers and be so, cla- B class superheroes like Wonder Man. What is this going to be part of the MCU? I know it's no. so. This is the show's going to be on Hulu. Correct. Okay, so it's not technically part of the MCU. And it's going to be kind of like R rated. It's going to deal with like adult <gasps> subjects. Oh, I thought it was man. You said R rated, and I was expecting something like Rick and Morty for whatever reason. I was just you're like, man. Not cl- you're not far away from that though. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um. So it. Patton wait. Oswald, so it'll be somewhat comedy. Maybe it is a comedy. It's a hundred percent comedy. It's oh, I'm stop motion. It's comedy. Um. Like, just you didn't watch the trailer, Andrew. Um, no. Modok in one of the scenes. You know, he's, his wife is saying, oh, we got to tell the kids about this. Then it cuts to him talking to his two kids, and he's like, and if you tell your mother any of this, I swear to God, this will be one of the many marriages that actually are because of the kids. <laughs> it's, it's dark humor. Nice. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, especially because we love John Mulaney. It's not John Mulaney. He's... But but John Mulaney's like, he's good at the dark humor. But like, why why are you bringing up John Mulaney? This is Patton Oswalt. He's, he's Spider Ham. And we were talking about that earlier. Right? How so long have we been mind. talking, Andrew? Uh, so we are currently eight nineteen minutes into the podcast, oh my God. and we have only talked about the news, and I have even more news. So. I'm sure you saw this. Actually, I don't know. So you saw, did you see the um, 
news about Loki and how he will be, um, how he has been confirmed to be bisexual. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. So Loki will uh, have male and female love interests in Loki, apparently. Um, And then Sharon Carter has been confirmed to be a lesbian and will have a female love interest in her next show or in in their in her next in the next movie she appears in i don't know which movie that'll be but andrew where do you get this stuff i don't know andrew you gotta stop reading everything (laughs) online while i'm all for inclusivity and i'm proud ally of the lgb community i i don't want to assume anything like that until i've seen it that's fair because but part part, yeah. of, part of it is one if it's all just like hearsay like oh they kind of just mentioned like did you see the look that loki gave this other guy that's that's more hearsay i and also it's something where like they may have had something written saying like yes loki ends up kissing another guy or something like that but then on the cutting room floor, they end up just, or the cutting room, they end up just getting rid of those scenes because it doesn't forward the plot, doesn't help his character any, whatever they decide. Or maybe the Disney executives say, oh, we're not having that. Huh? That was a pretty good Mickey Mouse impression. I'm really good at some of these impressions today. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll look him up. We'll confirm next episode on if I'm just reading bullshit or if I'm actually reading things that John Wayne just can't find because I'm better at searching the internet. Well, it's or maybe it's, because I'm on way more social medias than John Wayne, so I just like see things. My Twitter's nothing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um. Yeah, yeah I, I'd rather. So, I, I I don't. You'd like rather the, you'd rather know until it's like officially officially confirmed, right? Not or like or what, comes whatever from an I'm official reading. source, not a leak not a oh my brother works at nintendo and he said that the next marvel movie is gonna be this that's true that's fair but yeah that'd be cool um it would be i I, i'd be all for it but like again it's one of those things that a lot of companies a, a lot of production companies are more likely to just stay away from because they view it as controversial. Yeah. Speaking of Sharon Carter, though, let's get into Falcon and the Warner Soldier. Yeah, so... Let's... Do you want to start at the end and work backwards? I, I want to... No. You want to start I, in the I, middle? I want, to ta- I want to talk about characters. Okay, let's talk about characters. You know, like, let, let rather than... Because, especially watching it, and the series as a whole does this, is it, you know, it switches where we are you know you're not really following it like it's definitely not a one shot you know like there's one shot films where you're watching everything from you know essentially a single take um but what this is is you know we're having to switch through a lot of things to keep the audience interested so i just want to talk about characters and because we were just talking about sharon carter and hold on we have a we have a comment in the chat i'm gonna read uh I think the guy on the right is cute. Is he single? Oh, that's so sweet. And uh, yes, I currently am. Uh, 
Now, so, uh... <coughs> Shameless plug. <coughs> <laughs> uh, where am I? I? I just, I was so flattered by that compliment. Sharon Carter, that I just don't you want to talk about her. Right. So, Sharon Carter. Um, obviously she was the power broker. You know, and... I we're so I, flip-flop on this. I, 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 I was wanna, on I the Sharon state. Carter the entire time. <laughs> And here you come. The bandwagon is <laughs> finally coming. We're, we're getting on the subbing. You, last week you were like, you know what? Maybe you're right. At the very end of the episode, you flip-flop flipped and came right back on. And we got onto the station and we're like, yep, we're right. And here you are. So the, the, here's my thing. I don't really remember exactly what even I was just like, hey, this is like my thoughts of like what's going to happen this episode. Like, even before watching this episode, I don't remember what I said. Like, I was about to listen to our podcast to just remember what I thought <laughs> well, my one prediction thing you did was. Say that was right was you were like, oh, I hope that the suit comes in the Wakanda box. And yeah, and you said it was going to be the wings, and we were both right. Yeah. We were both right, but you were more right, I think. Yes, um, I would agree. Of course. And the one thing that um, I liked was how comic accurate those, the suit was. And I so loved it. I, I had to look that up. Like, because I hated how it looked. I was like, this whole side thing, like, coming up, I was like, that looks so bad. And then somebody shared on Reddit, like, the, um, the, the comic book picture. And I was like, okay, I now like it because it's comic book accurate. So, that's my two cents as somebody who doesn't read the comic books. Hated it at first, but now that I realize it's comic book accurate, love it. Sharon Carter. So Sharon Carter. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing is I can't see you because I'm reading off or watching off of the stream. So I, I see John Wayne on a delay of about 10 to 12 seconds. So it's like the only thing I'm going off of is audio cues right now. So especially if you're watching this on the stream or when John Wayne inevitably uploads these to YouTube in two years. Um, <laughs> just realize I can't see him. And if we ever do things at, like, the same time, it's pure... Coincidental. Like, oh, I was going to say telekinesis, but sure. Um, so, yeah, Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Um, power broker. The power... Interesting character. I, I like... Um, I, I don't know how I feel about this, actually. Okay, so, obviously, watching... Let's ignore the last scene, right? Okay. At first. So we get through all of it, and we see, like, uh, I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but I we texted about it afterwards, about how um, that one guy, I can't remember his name, because mm-hmm. he's not a main character, but uh, he was hired to spy for Fury. Sharon Carter. Well, first he yeah, was yeah, Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was first fi- hired by Fury, and then he was hired again by Sharon. Right. Um. So we 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 saw that, and we kind of see like this over. By the end of it, you know, she gets told, "Hey, you're gonna be pardoned for everything," and we think, "Yes, she is the power broker," and I kind of still don't really feel like we know exactly what that means, other than we know she has a lot of power, and she's pretty much just a the person in charge of trading anything on the black market. Right? I don't think it's just trading. There's, she's a 
figurehead in this city. She's the de facto ruler. She has I think... so much power that she can just call someone, say, I need yes. you to do this. If you do this, I'll give you a bunch of money. Or, I need you to do this, and if you do this, I'll give you some secrets to this company. Yeah, so, I, I, I agree with that, except for the word figurehead. Like, she's not a figurehead. No. She is definitely a... Figurehead meaning that she's a ruler, but it's a title. It's Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, like the, the the power broker is a fig like the the title power broker is a figurehead, but she is not, even though she is the top, the power broker. Correct. It's yes. like being the queen of England, but with power. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. So then we bring in the final scene, or yeah. the 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 uh post credit scene. The first thing my roommate said was, "We have a new villain." And oh. I don't know if that's true or not, and I, I don't really know how I feel about it, but it just... I think this is setting up Armor Wars. Okay. I, I think this is the setup to Armor Wars. Um, so explain, for... explain Armor Wars like I'm too. Alright, so the Armor Wars is one of the shows that is coming out at some point. I think next year? Um, mm -hmm. It's going to focus on what if Tony Stark's technology got into the wrong hands on top of that uh kevin feige said it, it's like kind of the next avenger event i okay oh no no sorry that was secret wars or secret invasion right. is the the next avenger level event um armor wars is just war machine having to deal with no tony but people have tony's tech yeah and i think think what we're going to see is the u.s government is has some technology right they, they already have like the iron man suit from war machine mm -hmm. um so they basically have everything they need we know from uh the winter soldier movie um that the u.s government also has arc reactor technology as well because yeah. the the uh the leak no the insight um insight helicarriers they were using arc reactors to propel themselves up well i thought i thought tony was helping with that i thought tony was helping but i mean well, okay yeah but they, that, they that, still know how they they, yeah, they have okay. the technology now um, um so i think Sharon's going to have intel on the the items that are or the the not items but all of Tony's tech. She's going well, to sell I mean, it to whoever she, she can. She yeah, she said secrets tech like weapons anything. Like my thing is why? Like I get that gives her money and like it gives her power or whatever. Like, and we heard from her conversation with Carly that they were talking about, like, Going some, back to like, yeah, and, like, that, uh, what, what's her name? Sharon had a, like, vision to, like, pretty much rule Earth. I don't think it was rule Earth. 
I don't think she wants to rule Earth. Or in, just in to the have traditional control. sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're 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 right. But she she wanted to just like control how things were going. You know. Yeah. Like I guess between multiple countries. The the. And it's just. I think it brings us to an interesting point, which I think you, you were trying to get to at the beginning, was, is she evil? And I, I'm on the side of, she's mad at the world. Mad at the, yeah. the traditional governments that have hurt her. Right? These are, like, let's, let's look at, um, like, just the U.S., right? She mm-hmm. worked with the U.S. Her, her mother created shield basically yeah and then her mother or her aunt her aunt yeah Um, aunt aunt depends on where you're from andrew well i mean but how do you say it aunt i feel like i've always said like aunt megan like aunt don i've said aunt megan and aunt don but like when when i'm talking when you refer to other people like when you refer to an aunt you say aunt I, yeah. Exactly. It's literally the southern and northern halves of us. It's hilarious. Anyway, so her aunt, um, Peggy, you know, she, she was well-respected. And then as soon as she decides to help Captain America and Captain America goes free, she still is betrayed by the U.S. government. Even yeah. though they gave her a pardon because Sam says she helped. So, I mean, yeah. I, I agree. I think that's kind of where we're seeing her. Is she's mad. At, she's angry at the world, and she wants it. She ultimately wants it to be a better place. But I feel like she doesn't even think that it can become a better place. So she's just kind of trying to get the best of it. I think she she thinks the world can be a better place, but not with the current infrastructure that's in place. The yeah, that's fair. That's why she was for Carly to dismantle borders, to yeah. not have a world with borders have a new centralized governing body sharon yeah is for that one because it makes trading easier two she can expand her empire underneath Mm -hmm. so let's talk about carly now such a tragic villain so i I, not you can't use that word Tragic or villain? Villain. I don't think she's a villain. She she's an idealist. She such a tragic tragic and tragic ending to an antagonistic character. Yeah, but like she 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 was an extremist on the ideals that Sam was for, which we see at the end. Sam. Basically says, like in his speech, like this teenager died. Mm-hmm. Why are you acting like we can go back to the way things were? You guys are have so much power, more power than the Avengers. Like, yeah, use it for something good. And, and I mean, I I, I want to get into that with Sam? speech but not now right like i i really want to get into I, the arcs of everyone and then get into that but like I, I i was reading a lot of people think she should she didn't deserve to die which is true 
but I think it was the it proper... made her a martyr. Yes, and very much like a mama. I can't remember her name. Mama da da something. From what? Mama Dasha da Dadia, like from, from episode four. Oh, like the yeah, very like, and I I guess she wasn't modern. I, I think she, like she died of natural causes is what it right. seemed like. I don't think they ever actually. Yeah, um, no, she she was divulged that. She, I, I, it was um. It was Carly's mom, right? That's yeah. who you're talking about. Uh, well, yeah. not not her mom, her like foster mom, right. essentially. Yeah. But like but she, she still, yeah. She was the person who took everybody in. Yeah. Didn't matter who you were. Um, once the blip had happened. Yeah. So. With all of that, it's like. I really think that her death, like Carly's death, really brought a, a good circle through her entire um, character arc. I think so. Um, the, the one problem I have with Carly's character is, and you're probably not going to like this, but she was kind of a flat character. She didn't grow. No, you are correct. Uh, like, I mean, especially, we, we talked about this on some other podcasts, the, uh, that what is that book? Uh, How to Read Literature Like a Professor. Yeah. Like honestly, we should we should reread that book. And I don't own it anymore. Like I could probably. I don't either. But yes. <laughs> um, but it, it, like again, fantastic book. Definitely read it. Like helps you analyze and understand literature in all forms. Like I have applied that book to music. So that 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 is how beneficial that book is. I've applied it to thinking. coding. That's impressive. No, I haven't. That's a lie. Oh, okay. I don't know why I said that. You <laughs> see the face I was making? I, I could <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> but, yeah, it's – so f- she definitely is a flat character. She does not – She ne- like, the closest she was to being a dynamic character was when um, – before uh, when U.S. agent talk- came in. Yeah. Yes, the first time. Yep. Like – and because she became vulnerable mm-hmm. and um one of my favorite quotes that i think applies to so many things both really in everything is by c.s lewis it's called uh, uh his quote is to love it all is to be vulnerable and so seeing that vulnerability kind of shows that she still has this goodness in her you know like that is what really made me be like wow there is like, I was on Sam's side of, we can get this out of her. Right. And uh, Sam was for that all the way until the end. Even beyond the end, I would say. Well, like, no, no. He, Unt- he, well, yeah. But the thing is, until yeah. she died, he still believed. And that's why he wasn't going yeah. to fight her. And and why he brought her back. And instead of, like, laying her on the ground and being like, ha, I killed Carly. It was like, no. He made sure she went into went to, into the hands of the EMTs. Right. You know? Well, and he's also a soldier. He knows, like, the cost of a life. Exactly. Um, and that's that's the thing that, like, that scene with, with him carrying Carly was so, I mean, first of all, it, it looked angelic, but I got X-Men vibes from it. <gasps> 
Oh wow, I didn't even think of that. Okay, now see now I'm gonna have to go back and look at the uh the symbolism? So the well no, all the uh So there's the the Jesus character type thing from the that book. Like mm-hmm. I wanna see how much Sam fits into that. Yeah. Well, I mean I, It's definitely a lot, but Yeah. <laughs> I they're framing the story around him, so yeah. He's going to fit into that main character who has the right ideals. That's just what Captain America is. And Sam has finally, in this episode, he accepted that role. He accepted that's who he is. And he's not Steve Rogers. He is a different Captain America. One that people are going to hate. But that doesn't mean he's not fighting for them. And fighting for the right ideals. And... So... Yeah. I think in the end he's he's made Steve proud wherever Steve is. Cuz if you notice, they've never said that Steve is dead. Okay, hold on. La- There's something I do remember. You said Steve was dead last week. I I didn't say he was dead last week. I said it like 3 weeks ago. Four, six weeks ago, five weeks ago. You don't think he's dead anymore. You don't oh. think he's dead anymore. Nope. Oh yes. I, I flipped. I flipped. I think he's on the moon. Yes. Give me the okay. inhumans. Okay. So. I don't want to get into Falcon or Winter Soldier yet. Yeah. I so want to talk about someone else. It. It's. It's Zemo? like I want to. Yeah. Zemo. Okay. So. What a he, mastermind. There, exactly. So, okay, when I saw, like, that moment of one world, one er, one people, I was just like, no. Like, you know, because... I was like, so oh, they're going to get out. That's okay. Well, apparently, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki were written knowing that if they did well, they could do a second season. Right. So I I was like okay they're gonna get them out and it's gonna be we're gonna get a season two, but then we see it blow the the van blow up right and when I saw the person in the in the car, I was like, oh shit, that's Professor Xavier. And then I realized afterwards when I like looked it up I was like, no, oh that right was... that's the Butler and Butler. like I almost text like I literally said oh shit out loud watching the the thing it was about to text you like was that professor savior and then i realized oh it's yeah. it's yeah zima won in the end uh, out of everyone uh he won he he accomplished oh, his goal you're you're right oh 100 because w- the only th- different thing that happened to him was he changed prisons yeah he got some time back in the real world you know he he got to have a nice and, hold on and he gave Zemo is a fantastic character, he like is. and human, because he gave Bucky the ability to get his Zemo's name crossed off that list. He and he he was helped going to get fix it some Bucky. Way. He was going to get that some way. It wasn't. I I think Bucky had a plan at some point. I I don't know. I because I feel like that's like one of the hard ones where it's like, and I feel like a lot of those really. I mean, granted, we don't know everyone on that list, but it's like right. I, I mean, feel like Zemo would have been one of the ones where it's like, okay, what do you do? Do you kill Zemo? Do you no. you you, do you, you like, say that you're not you, in control of me anymore? 
I'm done well, with But you. the whole point was, originally, uh, Bucky was avenging. Right. He was not really getting closure. Right, um, but he, like he, his, he was just yeah. going to say to Zemo, like, what he's been saying. He's like, I'm I'm just done with you. You can't control me anymore. That's what his, his was going to be. Whereas yeah. now... And I mean that that's kind of what the last scene between Bucky and him with, yeah. met when Bucky didn't kill him. <laughs> it was him saying, "You don't have control over me, and I'm not going to kill you because that's not who I am anymore." Yeah. And then the the I don't want to talk about Bucky's last character because that that'll just make me sad. The last person on so- this list. Wait, who, who? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like about to ask who it was, and I was like, duh. Um, so actually, um, I think this is a good time to bring it up. Uh, I immediately after watching it, I <laughs> messaged John Wayne. I was like, pretty good, which is definitely an understatement. Um, <laughs> and then I s- said I cried three times, and he said that's one more than me. So I'm curious, when did you cry? I cried at Isaiah Bradley's museum, mm-hmm. and then I cried um, when Sebastian Stan went up, and it's like yeah, were, yep, ugh, those two moments. That's so, Sam. When Speed do you was, think I cried? Uh, during Sam's. Speech. Uh, so it was those two, and then one yeah. more. Um, Sam's speech. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was a powerful speech. I liked it, it, but it wasn't something where I wanted to cry. It was one of those where I felt emotionally liberated. <laughs> that that that's fair, and I think that's why I cried. Just because, like, th- there's been a lot going on in my life recently to where my emotions are just very interesting. Let's just put that there. Um, so it was just like such a powerful speech, and just felt so pure and real that like and so many people have been saying sebastian stan deserves an emmy or a oscar or i don't know the difference and please don't try to educate me because i'm not going to devote any of my brain power to knowing the difference between the two um but i i wish there was and i don't know if there is or isn't if there's a category for either of those for best monologue that right there deserves it especially on top of the fact i don't think you know this you know he went to uh the juilliard school right anthony mackie yeah yep yeah that's where he studied because you just talked about you said sebastian stan oh right so yeah anthony mackie went to the juilliard school to study there and i i watched a ton of videos of anthony mackie this past week about like his daily routine about his when he was on hot ones Mm -hmm. absolutely fantastic go watch that i've been Um, watching hot ones and then there was, like, a him and Sebastian Stan doing, like, an interview online type thing. Um, but on one of those, like, four or five things that I watched, um, it, no, it was the Hot Ones one. Uh, Sean Evans asked Anthony Mackie to perform a monologue or soliloquy from Shakespeare. And, you know, he performed maybe, like, four lines and then just was like, this hot sauce is killing me. Uh, but it was just being able to see all of that Shakespearean knowledge put into that monologue 
was so obvious, especially as somebody who kind of, I want to say I like grew up around the theater, but like, you know, I spent, we spent like what, you, from you grew sixth up grade, the theater, basically. We, we spent like from sixth or fifth or sixth grade to throughout high school. It was your sixth doing grade, my, my seventh. Oh. Was that when we started at yeah. CYT? Okay. Well, that's the name of it. I was like, yeah, that's, that's around the time when I did theater in middle school. I mean, yeah, and and that was, it, it's weird that I say that that was, like, life-changing and very, honestly, helpful for me right now. Like, there's still things that, like, I don't want to say, like, I guess I learned from that, but, like, from, I guess, like, my background with being a performer and doing um, indoor drumline, there's a lot of performing that's, like, you're actually a character, um, and I just recorded a piece today where it's like I had to perform. I can't just like sit there and be like, if you're watching the stream or the YouTube, you get to watch me just like drum in the air right now and be like, but I can't do that because the piece is so aggressive sounding, even though it's called it's so it's called spine and it's wow, this is a big tangent and it's okay. You're going to deal with it. John Wayne. Um, it's called Spine, and I'm the soloist, and I get to be just, like, playing all of these things that connect all the other three parts. He's taking a nap right now, and that's okay. Uh, but <laughs> you can wake up. Oh, you're done with your tangent? Okay. Yeah, I ended <laughs> it early. Um, no, I, I agree that Anthony Mackie, he did – he has – Gravitas is an actor, where he knows mm -hmm. how to. De his delivery is always on point. Whenever he has a moment to be funny, he knows how to do that. Whenever it is dealing with a serious issue, he knows how to flip give the it. switch. Yeah. Yeah. The part that yeah. I'm interested in. Which one of these? This. And, and this is going to get a little political, Andrew. That's um, fine. But when was this recorded? <gasps> yes! Oh, I know. Because okay, so here's the thing. You know what? We're, we're grown men. We can talk about this. There, there was the, the storming of the White House. Yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking of this, the, the Black Lives Matter protest. And that, too. It, like, it, both of those things. Because literally, like, you see the... Uh, is it GRC? Yeah. Right? Like, with that whole thing, so similar to what had happened in the White House. Was it the White House or the Cap? It was the Capitol. The Capitol. Sorry. Yeah, no. They um, but the it's House. like, you know, we we hear that, oh, the Capitol is getting stormed and that every like everyone who was a political official was, you know, put into a safety bunker, essentially. And we saw a very similar scene to that. But we saw how that can go wrong too honestly with it we saw how well i mean there in, in yeah. the, the the storming of the capital there were a couple hero cops who diverted yes. the the protesters terrorists sorry they're not protesters they're terrorists yeah. um toward like away from the political officials yeah. And saved their lives. Yeah, literal 
superheroes. Yes. And I I think in a way like if you're trying to draw these comparisons um I think the the superheroes that like the the heroes from the the, the um attack on the capital mm-hmm. are represented in uh Falcon or Captain America and uh Bucky yeah so I agree and so I'm trying to keep this going on because right now we're at what 50 almost 52 minutes which is fine like this is obviously going to be a little bit longer of a recording um because we goofed off a lot in the beginning well not only we goofed off i think we both kind of at least i was prepared that this was going to be about an hour and a half for the podcast uh i mean just because of how much like not only are we talking about like we're just talking about everything with this we're having to we're getting fulfillment of character arcs so we have a lot to talk about well i mean like Compare this to our WandaVision one. So the thing that's, like, different between, like, this and WandaVision, because I, I, I want to go on this, this, is in WandaVision, they had the action, and, like, mm-hmm. I've watched WandaVision over and over, and I've come to a conclusion that's going to contradict my conclusion a while ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't really... I liked parts of WandaVision. The end fight was terrible. The whole... The, the last episode was not that great. It was, yeah. And I know. And I've not even watched it again, and I think that. And then, like, compared to this one, where we have action, and I thought the action was okay. We see a lot of, like, in the action, it's not really super powerful man beating up super powerful man. It's super powerful person being outsmarted mm-hmm. by a man with a fancy suit. And not only that, but this episode has so much political, social, current events ties to it, and just, it's not all action with this whole entire series, which makes it so much more enjoyable. And there there was somebody on Reddit who posted on, like, the, like, final episode, uh... Megathread? Forum? Yeah. And they were just like, you know... I thought this was pretty bullshit of how, you know, they just were trying to pull in all these political ties and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, yeah. Marvel's always been political. Yeah, and I mean, just, like, how can you not enjoy that they're bringing in current events and just, like, being real? Like, this does not feel, like, obviously, you know, what what is it uh what are the big three got to bring it back to that like uh magicians it's wizards aliens aliens wizards wizards, aliens robots robots you know it's like obviously we don't really have that problem that we know of um i mean we never see the blood of sharon carter is she a scroll um i don't like that i don't like that i don't whole do we really not see it no we don't oh my god if she is a scroll would she be an evil scroll like because that would change like the whole character of sharon carter because then i would think sharon carter is evil 
Like, there's the potential that she could be evil. I mean... I wasn't going to bring up this conspiracy theory. Because I think it's kind of outlandish. (laughs) Okay, anyways. uh, Where even were we? I don't know. All, all, All I want to get to... I want to talk about Bucky. Yes. Before we talk about the other two characters. Because... I, I want there to be I want to go good character I don't uh, He was a good and character. Then, I, I, the, Bucky? John Walker. I, no 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 uh, okay we'll, we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there but <laughs> Bucky. I, Bucky. So I things I fantastic character arc. Like yes. they really nailed it. My biggest complaint. What do you think it is? We don't get to see more of him? Nope. It has to do with the last uh, title card. Oh, that they kept the Winter Soldier. I think they should have called him the White Wolf. I think it should have just been Bucky. Yeah, people were saying, like, Sergeant Barnes, and I'm like, he gets called the White Wolf, and I feel like, I mean, again, haven't really read the comics, but I know there is something to do with Wakanda and Black Panther and the White Wolf. Like that's yeah. like a there, there's Bucky, this big Bucky thing about it. Bucky became the White Wolf because he he was an outsider who came to Wakanda for the exact so, same reason that he did in the movies. And so I I I, I really wish. And honestly, maybe maybe this has like because obviously this was filmed before. Um, God, what's his name? Chadwick Boseman had passed away. Well, some um, of it probably. Well, well, we don't know. We really don't know because, like, post-production takes a long time, especially having been doing a lot of, like, music editorial stuff this entire semester, realizing how it took me almost four months to edit five and a half minutes of music. It, uh, <laughs> post-editorial stuff does take a long time, and those people are fantastic at their jobs. Also, I'm kind of just an amateur at the post-editorial stuff, so... Maybe that's why it took me so long. Anyways, maybe that could have changed it, you know, but I, I don't really know for sure, you know, but I, the, the thing that bothers me about it is I love that they call, I don't even want to get into that. I, I just, I think the Winter Soldier was the wrong name for him. I, you know, I'm, I'm on both sides. I'm on, I'm on all corners of this because I think. I think it's kind of liberating to him. Kind of like he Especially owns... with the last scene. Yeah. No, I think... Yeah. Well, no, I'm and saying like he owns the, the title, Winter Soldier. Yeah. And no, he's changing uh, exactly. for something new. Mm-hmm. I'm... If they do that, I think they need to keep, like, the Winter Soldier as, like, his name. You know? Yeah. Like, they can't just... Like, when people see him, like, and in the news, it needs to be, he is the Winter Soldier. Because we saw in the news, the Winter Soldier is a bad person. So, well, I feel like, Speaking you know, of him, though, that, that was the first time ever that he's been treated like a hero. Yeah. When well, he saved and, the people. Okay. And we're ta- and they said, thank you for saving our lives. And he, like, was kind of like, taken aback by it. He's and like, it, I'm it, it sorry. So... Sor- do I say I'm sorry here? 
Like, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they, they did so well with him. And Sebastian Stan just absolutely killed that role. He did. Like, man. I'd love to, like, cut right now to, like, six weeks ago, me saying the word Sebastian Stan. And you're like, which one? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll try to find the audio and throw it in. I I need I need to start putting all of that stuff onto net. Never mind. That's that's a topic for off to, off screen. All right. But um, Bucky was just yeah. great character. I so yeah. do you have more to say on Bucky? Nope. Or no. I want John to Walker. Talk about John Walker. Yeah. Okay. So here's obviously the shield he made was not vibranium right and we knew that yeah. um and then you know you see a lot of this he's a very dynamic character almost and you said he's a good character like and i know you don't mean like he's a good person like you, right. you mean he his character are like him as a character is he's good. complex and i like and complex characters i i think they tried to go a little too far with like you know he starts off as as this this perfect soldier blah 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 blah, and then he goes into this the like it it feels a little too wishy-washy and it may just need to be that i watch the entire series at once you know like watching it all together i think it's going to have a different feeling for his character than watching it within a six-week time span yeah so the my biggest thing was if I could change anything about it, when he decided to save the truck of people instead of going after Carly, I kind of wish he would have been able to fully save it. You know? And, well, like, in that um, Sam comes and helps him. You know? Mm. Like, I feel like that would have been a little bit more redeeming for his character arc. Because it kind of just felt like he wasn't able to do it, and then Sam does it, and he just is so... Well, it's not about like, the praise in the end. Like, that's what being well, a good soldier and a good person is. And that's kind of that, also the distincting factor. Are you... If you have all these medals that show how amazing you've done, you know, making the right decisions in combat, does that make you a good soldier or a good person? Okay, that and that's completely fair, but that now then we get to Val and U.S. Agent. Mm-hmm. Like, I isn't Val evil? Am I, I wrong think she is. on that? Yeah. Okay, and that means U.S. Agent is going to be put into because Val is just like, hey, like things aren't like you know going to be right around here, and you know it's going to be a little crazy and different, you know. So I have a theory like, about that. Uh, we we can go into Val after this. Okay. Um, but I just. It makes me, like, so... I wish he had a little bit more, like... I, like, I want to give him a little bit more praise. Like, and be like, oh, he did help more. Not just like, oh, he didn't do the wrong thing. Like, that's kind of how his character arc felt at the end. Was, oh, John Walker didn't do the wrong thing at the end, so he's not that bad of a guy. Well, here- and now he becomes the secret... Or the U.S. agent, and he's going to be manipulated by Val. Andrew, have you ever heard of intention is more important than action? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's that is what's happening here. His intention was to help. The fact that he had the intention and partial action to save yeah. those people speaks more towards his character than being like, oh, let me just do the right thing. I'll get a lot of praise mm-hmm. for this. It's great. The fact that he doesn't make a big deal out of it, like, oh, man, I'm so mad. I didn't get my mm-hmm. medal. Like, yeah. And and that he was kind of – he, him and uh, Cap, like, Sam, Cap. Yep. Like, Calm Cap. made that, uh, that you know, little head nod at the end. Mm-hmm. They, they, and they respected like the, each other. The they sign understood. of respect. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. That's that's fair. So what what is your uh, prediction about Val? She's working with Zemo. I think Zemo set her up. Because we, oh, we, yeah. we lost Zemo, and then she comes in, takes kind of this <laughs> manipulative role, and is kind of, I don't like using this word, but grooming uh, John Walker. And I think, I think we are going to get the, maybe not the Dark Avengers, but definitely the Thunderbolts, which is a, yeah. a group of villains that kind of are closer to anti-heroes. Yeah, so I, I agree. The, the, the thing, and whoever is playing Val, the, the person from Friends, she's fantastic. And her just being like, not friends. Oh wow, Zemo. Sorry, Seinfeld. Same thing. Whatever. No, it's not. We literally we went over this last week. We did. I don't care. I know you don't. I care a little bit. <laughs> so that person from Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> that person yeah, from so, Big Bang Theory. Uh, so, uh, no, no, no. That's that's yeah. too modern. I was like, oh, that's like, a, that's a terrible. Like, well, also we're yeah. talking about. Decent shows in Big Bang Theory. In Big Bang Theory. (laughs) Let's just throw Modern Family into the mix. Man, this is bad. John Wayne, we're not going to be allowed to ever, like, guest star anywhere because of this episode. They're going to be like, yeah, the seventh episode of your podcast, you guys said these things about Modern Family and the Big Bang Theory. So uh, Technically, it was the eighth episode. Technically, it's the eighth episode because we had to get rid of the first episode, so it's not really an seventh episode. Well, you see, in the uh, one that they call the seventh episode of the main series, uh, they say these things, um, which is why I don't think they should be allowed to come to Comic Con. Yeah, so you see, these done food done did the wrong thing in their seven episodes. I just don't think we can. Okay, can we stop with this bit? <laughs> you were the one that kept it going. <laughs> I know, but I, I I was just saying it because I I I I would just keep going forever, John Wayne. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like we we're we're gonna have a five minute long tangent of just us making fun of this episode. Man, I can't wait to see the analytics on this episode. The two uh, idiots. This episode has not been downloaded. <laughs> they saw that it was an hour and a half long, and thirty minutes is just them making each other laugh. Okay. So, we're even. We're talking about Fraser. I and think stuff it's time to talk about Captain America. Okay, well, hold on. So Val, evil. Okay, so do you think U.S. U.S. agent is going to be evil himself, or he's going to be manipulated to be evil? I think he's an antihero. He he wants. He's conflicted. 
between being a okay. decent person, which is what he was at the end, and a good soldier, which is what he's been bred and trained to be. And good, yeah. No, no, you're right. Yeah, and I so agree. his his story arc, which we'll see either in season two, or we'll see in the next kind of team up movie, where we have the Avengers against the Dark Avengers, or the Avengers versus the uh, Thunderbolts, is going to have him take this role of. I don't know if this is the right thing, but what I'm being what. The information I currently have is that what the Avengers are doing is wrong. Therefore, I yep. need to act against it. This should be a decent thing to do, right? Yes. And my soldier training has taught me how to deal with this situation. Yeah. That's fair. I, I think we're going to see a very... A very complex character out of him. And I'm excited to see his, um, his name's Wyatt something, right? Wyatt Russell. Wyatt yeah. Russell, yeah. I think the, the actor has done a fantastic job with him. And, yeah. Um, it, it, it's just a fantastic character. And yeah, there, there, there's a lot of interviews with him that I've watched recently. Uh, I'll have to show them to you. Uh, I don't – I mean, it, it's like the stuff I watch at like 2 in the morning when I can't fall asleep because I just don't sleep. Bob Ross. Mom, I hope you're not listening to this because, you know, you're going to just be like, Andrew, you need to sleep more. And it's like, Mom, I know. I try. I try to sleep. But, you know, it's whatever. Bob Ross is not uh, going to sleep, just so you know. No. Dude, my thing is I just throw on How I Met Your Mother – and I fall – I don't, I don't even know if I fully fall asleep. I think my active brain falls asleep, but my passive brain has watched so much How I Met Your Mother that I can literally just watch the entire show in my head without looking at the screen, and it's fantastic. Just and then like, I wake up like four hours later, and it's like, oh, I feel rested. Happy little trees, It's pretty Andrew. fun. Um, but okay, let's get on to Captain America. Bum, bum, Wait, that's not his theme. Yeah, no, that's the Avengers theme. That's the Avengers theme. So, Captain America. Sam. Wilson. What's his last name? Wilson, Wilson. thank you. Whew. Okay. Uh, what a good person. My personal favorite thing is he just nonchalantly says the first time that he's in this episode he's just like i'm captain america like like it's nothing and i that that's just sets the mood for the entire yeah. last episode of his character like he has accepted that this is who um steve what is his Selected. last name steve rogers yeah sorry there's too many names i'm so bad with names i'm sorry um, but yeah, this is the last, like, and he does so good with it. Like, I'm trying to think of a flaw he had in this episode. His, I mean, depends on your viewpoint, right? His flaw would be that he's become part of 
the the superhero society, right? By taking well, on so a mantle, by um, by deciding that he, you know, is on this elite class, even though like, sure, it's very much like Captain America, where he's fighting for good ideals, but he's still because he is a an icon, right? Captain America mm-hmm. is an icon. He is going to be inviting powerful people to challenge themselves against him. Yeah. And that's fair. And that that's the thing I honestly kind of hope to see the difference between Sam as Captain America and Steve as Captain America is we, we see it especially in Age of Ultron. We see that you know, this whole like having superheroes just creates more problems type like right. uh scenario and i kind of hope that they somehow make it to where in the end it looks like because of sam's arc not only as himself but through his past with steve that he has learned from all of that and is kind kind of becomes this like we have less super like we have less problems because of him you know yeah i'm so i've actually been thinking about this a lot recently the comics always have they kind of are cyclical right they eventually Mm -hmm. every once in a while they're like okay we need to start over so that way people can get feel like they they, they're at the start of something new Um, yeah let them all catch up whatever I don't know if the MCU can do that. Oh, no, the MCU cannot do that. And I feel but like there, we see that. There has to be an end, too. Right? Cause, uh, like cause, an end to the MCU? Because mm-hmm. think about this. Nah. Think about this, Andrew. Otherwise, like, here, here's what I'm thinking. We had Thanos, right? What's the yeah. next Avenger-level threat? Like, there doesn't have to be an Avenger level threat, in my opinion. The comics sell. So the comics sell when there's Avengers. Individuals, it's usually like they, they, they're okay, right? Some of them sell better than others because they're collector's editions, but whatever. The, one, the movies that have made the most money in the MCU haven't been the solo films. It's been the avenger films they disney is trying to think of ways that they can keep avenger level events in i i disagree i think they're trying to see especially with wandavision and falcon and winter soldier they're trying to see how much they can do from a social commentary standpoint and creating shows that deal with real world events but in a superhero manner to where they can keep this these side stories going like obviously like i think they will eventually have to go to a like a major thing but it doesn't have to be within the next five years you know it could be 15 years down the road we get the next big avenger level threat of you know um here's the thing though here's the thing that we as the audience 
I think need to understand is they're putting in budgets that are for movies for these shows. And, yeah. And I mean it's showing. <laughs> um but how much profits are is does Disney actually get from these shows? And if they're yeah. not profitable, sure, they're entertaining. Sure, people like watching them. Sure, they have high ratings. But that doesn't mean Disney's making money off of them. Yeah, that and that's a that's a thing. Like, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing that Disney says, "Hey, five dollars to be able to watch this when it actually comes out, or you have to wait two months after to watch it." Oh, you mean like the thirty dollars I'm going to pay on? Uh, July 9th for Yeah, Black and Widow. the thirty dollars I'm gonna save on July 9th for using your Disney Plus account. Yeah, I mean the We're Disney sharing. Plus account we share. Yeah, you're you're going to reimburse me at some point. Of course. Oh, I've already reimbursed you. I haven't spent money on it yet. But I've pre-imbursed you. Ah. <laughs> 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 Oh, that was good. Anyway. <laughs> was there anything else you wanted to talk about with Captain America? Um. Doesn't no. look like it. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm 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 really like trying to think about things. Oh, yes. Uh he has two uh i'm i'm nephews I, no 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 i'm I, what is his is it Mantles? red wing no red wing what is his yeah that's his little oh, okay yeah. sorry i was just second guessing myself because red wings like the detroit red wings and i've been like thinking about hockey for like the past few days just because i'm trying to start following hockey so i was just like is Red Wing right? Like, yeah. So, I was just second guessing myself. But yeah, he, he has have... two Red Wings. Does he? Yeah, yeah. It, we saw it when he was saving the truck. Okay, I I must yeah. have missed that. But yeah, I, that's I Wakanda, mean, it's not re- Wakanda tech. Yeah, I mean, like it's nothing really to note out. Like, it's not like, oh, whoa, he's got two Red Wings. Especially because I know the comic book Red Wing is actually a Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and it, like he's got a telekinetic yeah. pa- uh, link with the Falcon. yeah, but like you know, I was just like, oh, that's cool. He's got like two of the little dudes, so he can like send one to go like kill four people and one to kill three people or something, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I've got on uh, Captain. Yeah, I that was a. Uh... Oh wait, 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 no! I got one more thing. You heard it right? When everyone was like, "Who is that guy? Is that that's the Black Falcon? That's Captain America? Captain you heard Falcon?" It, right? Yes, they did. I was yes, they did. Nintendo's gonna have a field day with that one. I was so happy. I I, I, I got a chuckle out of that. I was like, I was like, you mean we're gonna get some Falcon Punch, Falcon Kick? Yeah. All right, dumbass. now that's that's all I've got with uh, <laughs> Captain America. Cool. So um, yeah. I mean, technically, next week we should be getting a uh, the making of. Oh, right. I forgot about that. We should be, but I haven't heard anything about it. 
yeah. So if if we don't, we're gonna be doing um, me and the other master student who I'm studying here with at UNCG, we're gonna do a just a a talk about Marvel music in general. Um, that's a podcast I'm really looking forward to. Um, we're just gonna talk about a lot of the themes and motifs that have been used in orchestrations and different composers and how they've really gone from what I would say is one of the not as good film studios to have music like from the beginning of Marvel Studios to one of the top tier music like scores um, in their film studios so uh, we're going to just talk about all of that and that'll be a really cool thing for any of you music lovers or people who just like nerding out about something random Um, well while he does that I'm probably going to play some video games like Spider-Man or who knows what. I'll probably I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but we're going to we're going to have some fun stuff over on my side too. It's yeah. not like and, it's and a contest you... or anything, but uh, my <laughs> stuff's more fun. Yeah, and if you guys have like suggestions for things you want us to talk about or do podcasts on, um especially in these weeks that we don't have Marvel tweet uh, at us. Like new Marvel content coming out. Yeah, tweet at us, message us if you're friends, just be like, "Hey, you know, you guys should, uh, like, bring this person on and talk to them about it. Or, like, hey, why don't you do a, like, post-synopsis of, you know, Infinity War and Endgame after everything we've learned from WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier? Like, what things did we miss in those two movies that kind of hinted at things here or just, you know, like... I have been wanting to do, like, like a watch, uh, like a rewatch kind of thing and then talk about mm-hmm. that. Another thing... I want to, I mean, I don't know if it will be with Andrew. I think, it, I think I'm going to just talk about it, maybe just by myself, Matt Modoc. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll, I'll talk to you about it, but, but, like, when it comes, when does that come out? May 21st. Okay, so, like, that'll be decently soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, we will, we'll talk we, about Loki we, together. We, we, yeah, we'll definitely be talking about Loki, but we were talking about this, uh, doing a, like, ranking of all of the MCU films and series. We were talking uh, about that? I thought we did. But, I, I mean, we could take a whole episode to talk about that and debate these things. I guarantee you. Like, I don't have that, like, crazy, like, I've got some outlier films, but I think there's gonna be some things we agree and heavily disagree on. I'm we're gonna, gonna have need to like some a time on when we do that because that's gonna be a YouTube video. Well, I thought all of these streams were becoming YouTube videos. They're, they're recorded. They're on our database. You figure that out. I don't know how YouTube works. <laughs> it's very. You should I feel like YouTube should be one of your platforms, as a artist. To yeah, them. I mean, I have to figure it out soon. Which is annoying. Oh, I just hit that with my drumstick. You did. Um, yeah, no, I have to figure it out soon with this video I just recorded. and oh God, that's going to be a mess of everything to deal with. But anyways, you got anything else for this episode, John Wayne? Nah, I don't know when I'll talk to you guys again. Hopefully it's next week. If not, I'll miss you all. I'll miss you. Oh, God. Just remember that we all love you, love each other. Because we talked about some pretty heavy stuff in this episode, I feel like. I just want to make sure everyone remembers. Love each other. Have a good time. Yeah.
So we will see you all next week for whatever episode we decide to put out there. And uh, make sure if you ever see that we're going to go live on Twitch that you uh, check it out because we start about. I don't know how Twitch works. You can follow people. Yeah, well, I mean, just, like, make sure that, like, we usually start about 15 minutes early on our Twitch before we start recording, so you kind of get some exclusive content on there. Like, I went on, like, a 15, not a 15, like, a five-minute rant about roller coasters and some other stuff, so definitely check that out whenever we do it. roller coasters being underwater. Yeah. Atlantis Which everyone else thought was stupid. Oh, they thought it was funny. Uh, It's okay. All right, see you guys next week. See ya.